There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelor recap podcast hosted by an interracial best friend duo in the world. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy Jr. With me, as always, Alex Bradford. AB, how's it going, man? Excellent. How about yourself? Yeah. Yep. Oh, pretty good. I just took a uh, allergy pill, so God knows where this is going to end <laughs> up. Uh, AB, I was informed the other day that two episodes I forgot to include the our beautiful intro song. Did you notice that? Did you listen? I listened. I didn't notice that, though. Okay. Well, shortly after I was informed of that, I stumbled across... This is a convoluted story that's kind of weird unless you did what I did, but I stumbled across (laughs) the New York Times... The New York Magazine, not New York Times, New York Magazine is celebrating their 50th anniversary. I, I browse the web once in a while. They're one of the web zones. I take a look at it every now and then. They got good articles. I New like York to Magazine. read them. I'm a reader. New York Magazine. Okay. And I was, uh, I, I clicked on the link. I'm like, I want to see what this book's all about because it's fucking big. It's one of those like give, you know, holiday gift giving books. It's, it's 500 pages and it's got the whole history and all this. Sure. So I clicked on it and then I clicked on a, not only did I click on this random article, not only did I scroll down and read a little bit of it, but I clicked on the promo video for it. I was like, I want to see what's going on in this. <laughs> so let me see the inside of this book. I mean, I don't care. I'm not getting this book. Okay. And I don't want this book if anyone's thinking about getting it for me. So I'm still clicking through it. I'm, uh, I watched this video and the the video, the background music is our song, AB. Well, I'll be damned. What are the what odds mean? of that? Is it ours? Is it our, what's, the, what's the situation with the song? Is it ours? So we don't know. We don't own it. We we basically lease it. You can pay like varying amounts of so money for certain levels of no no no. But I mean, what are the, what are the odds? Like I the, I, I found that song by going to a random music website and like digging through. I searched <laughs> like wedding and it was like page nine. You know what I mean? What just crazy crazy? I was just sitting there like, what the fuck's going on? This is the Rosecast <laughs> theme song. <laughs> Anyway, AB, a lot of a uh, lot of parenting issues in this latest. Well, first we should tell people if this is their first introduction to the Rosecast. Right now, we're recapping Emily Maynard's season in an effort to get to know Ari, the next Bachelor. We're on episode five. 
Five. A lot of parenting issues came to the forefront, if you want to describe it that way. Emily got uh, Emily got a little heated defending the her daughter's honor, mm-hmm. essentially, and attacking. I'd say right now there's only one, but the, I, I think more will fall by the wayside as this issue goes on during the season. But we're halfway through. Abe, you got any comments before we get started? Before we make our way to London Town? No, I'd rather touch on it when we get to that part. We start in London, AB. I tell you what, we got to get to London. We got to get to London. That's a fact. That's exactly what I was thinking. Got to get to London. Looks beautiful. Looks beautiful. A lot of history. I'm in on London. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. There's 10 guys left. Chris Harrison meets with the fellas in Trafalgar Square, and he announces three dates, a group date and two one-on-one dates. The one-on-one date card, the moment we've all been waiting for, Goes to Sean. Wow. Big Daddy cool. Big Daddy smooth, but not in a gross way. Just yeah. like big. I'll call him Big Daddy genuine. <laughs> Let me write that down. That's going to be the episode. Yeah, our- <laughs> big Daddy genuine. Uh, what do you got on this date a little bit, AB? They, they start off on the double-decker bus. Uh, knocked out the first ki- their first kiss at the scene of William and Kate's first public kiss. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, again, we just got to get to London. It, when they go places like this, I realize I haven't done shit in my life. No. In my sorry-ass life. <laughs> haven't done anything. I went to Indianapolis once. <laughs> yeah, that's like... <laughs> that's what I'm at. Big trip was, at, was to Indy. <laughs> Fucking get um, maybe get out somewhere, get a little cultured, Rim and AB. Yeah, maybe fucking pathetic. learn something yeah, in your life. Check pathetic. out some other cultures. Come on. I've been wanting to go to Vancouver, but nobody's <laughs> nobody's trying to go. Nobody's trying to go with me. <laughs> hey, interesting timing here with this London episode. We're gonna barely talk about the Bachelor, the events of this episode, <laughs> I realize. But hey, you excited for the big royal wedding coming up, AB, in the spring? You a royal wedding guy? No. You'll not like at it. all. Get into it. No, get into it. You'll like it this time around. You missed the first one. This next one. Who's is getting married? Money. Prince, Prince Harry. Prince Harry. Okay. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I am a Prince Harry guy, though. That's interesting. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I just like his look. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I think Maybe we've that's... talked about this before. Maybe on the Rimcast, the our other wildly successful podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I think we talked about how little I know about the royal family. One thing that piqued my interest in this episode of The Bachelorette, Emily said, and I know she was wrong about this, but she was talking about, <laughs> I can't remember where they were, but uh, were they at Buckingham Palace or something? Yeah, sure. So she no, was there. But yeah. They weren't there? <laughs> they were at one of the palaces. She said, like that, yeah. she said, this is where Queen Elizabeth works. No. Oh, she said works? <laughs> isn't Queen Elizabeth, I don't want to shit on the royalty, but isn't she like 90 and cl- clearly not working anymore? No, she's, here's here's what's, okay, now I laughed because of the way you said that. There's actually, if you want to go into the history, there's a TV show, I forgot what it's called, my sister watches it and loves it. it it's all about like Queen Elizabeth's history. And like she was like out there like fucking I think she fought in a war. I'm pretty sure Queen Elizabeth like <laughs> fought in a war like 65 years ago. But obviously now she's not doing all Queen Elizabeth does now is just pop shit off and like stir shit up. Like Queen Elizabeth <laughs> is not out here grinding away doing any kind of work. All right, period. <laughs> but yeah, that was a little little misstep by Emily. Yeah. Anyway, before we get into a straight up royal family talk, let's go back to the house. 
All right, Kalen, Ari, and Jeff. One of these things is not like the other. They're back at the hotel, ball and hotel as usual, and they're talking about wanting to go on more dates or whatever with Emily. Mm-hmm. Kalen, my the editorial comment here, in my eyes, he's jealous that he hasn't had as much one-on-one time with Emily and clearly upset about falling behind these two in particular, says mm-hmm. this, A.B. You got to realize if you become every... Every impression that I do now has that that tinge of Ryan in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I might, I might just say it in Ryan's voice. You got to realize if you become part of her life, every date's going to be a group date. It's going to be you, her, and Ricky. Okay, this wasn't a tinge of Ryan. That's all Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I just went full Ryan. I went full Ryan. <laughs> AB, I mean, this was the first of a couple comments from Caitlin that... Actually, this isn't the first because he said that other thing about her talking last time around. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you make of Kalen going out of his way to shoot himself in the foot here? You could kind of tell at the start of this episode this was going to be the one where Kalen goes off the rails completely. He's so jealous, and he's 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 to that point of jealousy where he's going to act like he doesn't even want what he's yeah. there like he doesn't want emily anymore that's what he's acting like at this point like you you guys gotta realize when you one of you wins that <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be bad like i don't even want that it's gonna be a group date forever and he says multiple comments like that where he's clearly making it he's distancing himself from emily to make it so when he gets sent home which is clearly coming because he hasn't got any time with her uh that he didn't care anyways yeah, it's classic. Yeah. Good analysis there from AB, the expert. What's especially interesting about this comment is because Kalen himself was raised by a single mother. Ari and Jeff were a little put off by that, AB, but they didn't like throw Kalen off the balcony like they should have. Which, no, they didn't which, throw hands. <laughs> I would have thrown hands. I don't know about you. <laughs> I mean, at least I would have collar grabbed him and thrown him up against the wall, at least. Also, first I would have laughed because it was kind of funny. It was a funny, it was a funny comment. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> like, You're going to have a group date the rest of your life. And I'd be like, ah, okay, because she has a kid. Then we would have <laughs> got to scuffle it. <laughs> That's a good one, Kalen. But hold up. You're talking about my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, back on the one-on-one date with Sean. Kind of weird. They like stumbled across like this this very London situation, which is like civil political debate on soapboxes. It was like a corner. Di- it was a Toastmasters Club, Rim. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with that. What you is don't know that? Toastmasters Club? I, I just told you I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I don't. It's a. It? It's like some big businesses have it where you go and you basically do speeches it's like a speech class after college so you can sign like i could have signed up at my job for toastmasters and they would give me a topic and then i'd give a speech it's to get better at public speaking oh okay for like giving presentations and yeah for business presentations and stuff yep never signed up obviously because i'm terrified of public speaking yeah, well, I don't, I don't blame you there. Uh, I didn't know that was a normal thing. If you are a listener and you're, you have experience with Toastmasters clubs, let us know. <laughs> this is not, this is not a good uh, listener interaction thing. What I'm gonna say anyway, just because I went through the effort to pull up the the text line here, AB, which I don't normally do. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Anyway, Sean. Didn't want to do it. He's like you. Sean had no interest in doing this public speaking, but he gave a pretty good speech about about love, right? I mean, what did you think of the speech? Pretty good, right? He did a great Sean job. He, he projected himself real well. He did a good job out there with that speech. I, me personally, I would have completely froze, and I would have been sent home on the spot from London. 
Wow. All right. AB, co-host of a podcast, can't speak in public. Interesting. <laughs> uh, the actual content of the speech I found to be uh, nonsense. I mean, no, the crowd la- didn't give a shit. They were talking about lacking. politics. <laughs> it, was it was lacking. Yeah, he's like, talking about how he really wants to find... He's talking about love that he's never felt before. And I, talking about I love. Booed. I would have booed. <laughs> That's one thing we got to do is we got to go to a taping or a situation where we can get in, be extras on this show and like, fuck it up. I would really like <laughs> to do that. <laughs> One-on-one date with Sean, nighttime. They're at a prison, some prison in London Tower. Here's the thing. We really want to go to London, but I, I'm not going to remember all these these names of these castles and shit. You know what I mean? I've been to Ireland, been in a bunch of castles. I don't know what any of them were. I kissed the Blarney Stone. I know that. You can't take that away from me, AB. <laughs> some white people shit. <laughs> Going upside down and kissing a stone. Well, Nothing that's fucking it. wider than <laughs> a, the sentence, I kissed the Blarney Stone. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty white. No doubt about it. Not even gonna... It takes like t- an hour and a half to like climb up this old ass castle. Too. Castles are so old that like I'm too wide for the stairs. You know what I mean? People in the old days are like yeah, 140 oh, yeah. pounds so it was tough anyway uh king henry the eighth emily drops this knowledge locked up some of his wives in this prison and even beheaded two of them and i'll tell you what ab in 2017 you can't go around beheading women when they say things you don't like that wouldn't fly today no. i'll tell you what she asked sean you know do you got any bombs to drop him you got any big things to reveal and maybe what you see is what you get with this guy would you what'd you make of this uh nighttime date at the, in the prison She's into Sean Rim. She's really into him. I I don't think the connection is quite there, though, between them. Something, something's missing. I think she's into him. She likes his look. She likes his style. But something isn't, isn't completely clicking with these two. It just seemed Sean's a good listener and a good talker and a good-looking dude. But... I think he's also dumb as a box of rocks. You think he's dumb? dumb. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think he's dumb. That, that's strong words coming from you, the number one Sean fan in the game, though. I know. I know. All right, back at the house. Group date card. Chris, Ari, Ryan, Doug, Alejandro, Travis, John, and Kalen. Which means Jeff gets a one-on-one date and Kalen is suicidal. Anything about this? <laughs> you could see the look in Kalen's eyes. He's about to blow this shit up. <laughs> I mean, his his treating women like garbage stick hasn't really worked thus far. His I don't care about this bit hasn't worked thus far. And now he's not even getting the attention he wants. I mean, the beginning of the end. Okay, let's go back to the castle. Emily tells Sean she wants a lot a lot of kids, A.B. Hey, she's not messing around with him. No. Her, these dates are basically, okay, let's hang out, do something fun during the day, but then I'm then I'm going to gauge how many children you want, and then I'm going to pick <laughs> the guy who wants the most children. Which, spoiler alert, she picks Jeff from Utah. What do you know? A lot of kids in Utah. Stereotypes, A.B. Play into them. Lean into them. They're good. You got anything on the kiss? Standing on top of a castle overlooking London, pretty... Uh, Pretty obvious place for their... Okay, no? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing special. (laughs) Nothing special. All right, well, kind of Sean's first uh, one-on-one date, and the two big Sean guys were bored by it. He's not impressed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good for you. All right, AB. On to the group date. Shakespeare's birthplace. They're going to be doing some scenes from Romeo and Juliet. The guys are going to suck at this, AB. 
Did you think anyone was going to be good at this? I thought there'd be a couple standouts, and then a couple that, and then the rest were, would be trash. One of the standouts was Travis. Yeah, the guy puts on Travis a show. was good. The guy puts on a show. The guy's got that it factor. He's got. I feel like Travis is would probably make it to Las Vegas in America's Got Talent. And it would be because he's like a magician or something. Like Travis just has stage presence. You know Travis, what I mean? Travis won himself a rose by his performance in this. I'll tell you that oh, right now. Period. Period. Uh, Kalen taking it a little big shocker. A little. He says he's taking it extremely seriously. Okay. Not seriously. Extremely seriously. And then Emily immediately follows that up with, "I want a guy who doesn't take himself too seriously." So as you can tell, the rails are coming apart. <laughs> Kalen's zigging when everyone else is zagging, but he's zigging right off the whole map here. Ab. Yep. What do you got on Kalen? Uh, Kalen's what? I'm losing track here. Fourth or fifth? Incredibly rude thing he said. <laughs> <laughs> you can run along just kind of shoes her away B. you gotta remember Kaylin that these group dates are still about finding time for Emily so you don't want to shoo her away because you need to learn your lines like if you mess up your lines that's fine it's better to get time with her not even Mystery the Pickup Artist would have... You know how... You remember Mystery the Pickup Artist? No. Have I used this? Have I done this I before? Know you don't remember is. Mystery the Pick... You don't know what that is? No. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. You got to Google Mystery the Pickup Artist. You should watch that show, AB. There's a show on VH1 <laughs> called The Pickup Artist where this fucking creepazoid would teach these nerds how to pick up chicks in one of the... Ang- there are two things I remember about this show. Number one, Mystery was like an ugly dude, but he just wore a bunch of shit. Like he wore a, a velt, like a fur top hat, really tall fur black top hat, and a bunch of like. Do <laughs> you see? Did you see a picture of him? No, <laughs> he wore a bunch of shit on his wrists because like wearing a bunch of shit in layers and stuff was supposed to make women interested in you. And then the other angle he had was like you basically treat women like garbage, and that's how that's how you get them to like you. And I think Kalen was probably probably a contestant on that show. Who is this guy? <laughs> that whole thing would have hit a lot better if you knew who I was talking I'm about. You'd been laughing all the time. You should watch the series. You'd love it. It's crazy. It would, again, that would never fly today, and it was like six years ago. All right, AB, before you get too distracted, you're just going to have to research mystery on your own time. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to keep it moving here. <laughs> you got to keep moving. Uh, what did you think of Ari's performance? He's pretty nervous. I, no, Ari did pretty good once he got out there. Once the, he, Before he got out to actually do it and when he was practicing, it looked like it was going to be a disaster for Ari. But then once lights came on, he got into the, he, what was he, a grandma or something? He got into the old woman. A nurse. Something uh, like that, yeah. He got into the character. You know, it was weird to see someone who performs the highest level of his professional sport, be nervous about yeah. doing a joke play in front of like two dozen moms and dads. Mm-hmm. Like, relax, are you're going to be fine. Yeah. Hey, what do you know, Rim? Emily stinks again. She was the worst performer <laughs> out of all of them. So just to, she you know, was in case sick. you're not she, keeping her voice track. She gone. Okay. Yeah, whatever. In case you're not keeping track, she's the worst singer, the worst dancer, and now the worst actor. Honestly, if if you want to get if, if you want to be blunt, like what are Emily's talents? What are Emily's qualities outside? Take away like being a great mom, which is a great thing. Personality's good. Her personality's great, don't you think? Personality's pretty good. She, you know, we especially saw like edgy Emily come out when she was giving Kaylin the business. But yeah. like, what I mean, I mean, in terms of like 
stuff that would get her to Las Vegas on America's Got Talent, like you said before, she doesn't have any of that. But well, the, not, not a lot interested. of people do. I need a hidden talent. <laughs> I need I mean, a world class talent. The, here, like you can be a bad actress, but I didn't think. I think she didn't even get into it. Like she was, she she wasn't into the performance. No, she didn't care. It's like you're the one who sets this shit up. You got to be the one at least. <laughs> at least it should be you, you know, into interested. it. And, yeah, interested in what you're doing. We saw that on the the next one on one date too, where she was basically like, "This is dumb. Let's just destroy it." <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, eight. Last part about this group date daytime. Ryan got to kiss Emily. He's the lone guy who got to kiss Emily. One of the Shakespeare's. In my opinion, there is no doubt. Emily closed her eyes and pretended it was someone else. Possibly Sean, <laughs> probably Ari. No doubt in my mind, AB. Hey, I'll tell you, can we talk about how Emily's spreading whatever sickness she has around? Yeah, good, yes. Good. What, the the you, <laughs> what the hell's going on here, What the hell's going on here? Scott, like, during the, Sean, during the Sean date, she, yeah, she, she can't talk. Whatever she has is very contagious. At least, at the very least, you give the guys like, and I'm sick, don't kiss me. You know, yeah, one of those. Yeah. And then they still kiss you, but that's in their choice. She didn't sure. do any of that. She just no. let all these guys kiss her and get fucking mono. Great point. One thing I know, Dr. Rim, if your voice is messed up, whatever you have is contagious. Oh, yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Throat stuff, that'll spread like wildfire. I'll tell you what. <laughs> all these guys in the house got strep throat after this. <laughs> I really want someone on the next episode to be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, group date, nighttime at the pub, AB. Ari and Emily get some one-on-one time. You know, we've, see, we've seen it before. We'll see it again. Here's how it goes. Three sentences connecting about the day, and then boom, making out. Big Make bang, out boom. Session. Ari, the best in the biz at what he does. So let's keep it moving. <laughs> If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Maybe I have a question. 
Ryan said he had a surprise for Emily, which turned out, which I thought initially was just going behind a curtain. I thought that was like, a, in yeah, Ryan's sure. mind, a good surprise. I was like, okay, this numbskull. But it was actually a necklace. My question for you is, can they do that? Can they give uh, gifts like that? Never seen that in my entire life, but it, ooh, it was smooth. It worked like a charm. I'm back on the Ryan train. Let's get to the Kalen part, though. Chris mentions that Kalen said something about baggage Mm -hmm. with regards to Emily, implying that Ricky is baggage. Mm -hmm. AB, what do you make of this? I mean, that's a, as a parent, are you ready to throw hands or are you just ready to shoo this guy off to the side? (laughs) Put yourself in Doug's shoes. Here's the thing, Rim. <laughs> a kid is baggage. <laughs> flat out. But in her situation, she is the bachelor that or bachelorette. These people know they're going on to date her. So if you think of a kid as baggage instead of a you know, a gift to you or a, a, blessing, a blessing, I think she sure. said. Yeah, blessing's the right way to put it. If you don't think of the kid as a blessing, then you shouldn't have came on the show. If you think of her as baggage, get out of here. What are you doing? What are you what are you doing? You're right. I think the bachelorette contestants should have acted with nobility. Um <laughs> sarcasm. Sarcasm there. But isn't isn't it true that they are selected and they, they apply for the show before they know who the bachelorette is, right? Probably. So like yeah. if you're if you're a guy that doesn't want kids, like Caitlin clearly doesn't. You go on and it's 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 Emily and she's got like a thirteen year old or however old Ricky is. Wouldn't you be like, nah, this stinks? This I'm gonna not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really gonna try to win this. <laughs> I think that's probably what he did. But the, I mean, if you don't want kids, it is it is baggage. Sure. You know what having a kid would be baggage to you, but. If you don't feel that, that way, either. don't come on there and also don't say that because it's yes. very offensive. It's pretty clear. AB, like you, Doug is ready to fight Kalen once <laughs> he hears this news. I mean, he's literally taking his jacket off and rolling up Rolling's his sleeves. Cuffs. <laughs> rolling up his cuffs, ready to, ready to give Kalen the he's, business. Here's the problem with fucking Doug. He's always making it about himself. He said, yes. said something like, calling Ricky baggage is like calling Austin baggage. Well, you know, okay. I imagine he'd say the same thing yeah, about Austin. say that shit to your face, Doug. You think he gives a fuck? Uh, so Doug brings it up with Kalen. Kalen says, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, not going to apologize for it. I mean, you got to admire Kalen's stick to it. not going to apologize for is <laughs> That's the best way to go out. Yeah, I said it. He wasn't even taken aback when he was brought up to him. He goes, no. yeah, not going to apologize. No, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> how fast he said that let you know that he knew what he said it was wrong but and he knew that he was going to get questioned about it and he was ready he was ready he said baggage has a negative connotation yeah, uh yeah it does <laughs> when you call another person's <laughs> child baggage that's going to be perceived negatively so doug tells emily now ab normally we'd mock someone for snitching we always do. We always say, like, it's it's the friend. If you're a contestant who tells the lead, so-and-so did this, you're, you're kind of – you're more of their friend than, like, their romantic interest. Usually they keep you around until they get all the dirt, and then once the dirt's done with, they boot you off. But in this situation, I think it's completely warranted yeah. for Doug to tell Emily I agree. this. Like, this crosses into a more personal line. Not like, oh, 
Kalen was a jerk to this other. He said this. This was this serious enough to this take. This isn't. To her. This isn't little petty stuff you usually get. You know the the he said she said type of stuff. This was something that she needed to know immediately to get this snake out of the house. Yeah. Now. Emily, this is where her personality comes out a little bit more. She says, I want to go out there and rip his limbs off and beat him with them, which is a level of violence I didn't think she could even imagine, let alone, <laughs> let alone say. And I want to go West Virginia hood rat backwards on his ass, A.V. Hell the yeah. real Emily came out when you came out, Ricky. Hell yeah. What'd you make of the uh, the confrontation in front of the group? Emily calling out Kalen in front of everyone, not pulling off to the side in front of everyone. No, let's fucking handle this shit right now in front of everybody. Did you say this? Do you have anything to say for yourself? And Kalen <laughs> <laughs> again owned it. She reversed the line. She topsy turvied that motherfucker. AB and gave him the line that he said to her the other day. I'd love to hear you talk, but not until I'm done. Mm hmm. My impressions of Kalen here was that he would—he's got a future in politics. I mean, he really <laughs> tried to weasel out of that situation. He's he a terrible human being, and he almost—I mean, he almost talked his way out of it. Really, I mean, there was a moment where Emily was like, "God, he might be spin zoning me out of here. Let's just—we got to nip this in the bud. We got to stop talking about this." <laughs> Let's move on to the Jeff and Emily one-on-one -on -one date. Editorial note: Jeff, great style, the gray wool blazer. Elbow patches. Big guys like me, they can't rock elbow patches. That's a that's a for slight body types, and he was rocking them. Khaki chinos, skinny navy tie, navy pocket square. Good stuff. Summer wedding style for the tea and crumpets in London. I loved it. Mm -hmm. What'd you make of the etiquette date? Another thing Emily stunk at. <laughs> she doesn't even play along with anything. And maybe she's sick and doesn't want to really be here for any of this, but Still, come on, pull it together. I'll tell you what, leaving early was not good etiquette. I don't, I don't that even was, like the the idea of a bit. That was fucking that. I was rude. I was offended. That lady's taking time out of her day to teach them etiquette, and then they just dip on her without saying a word. Come Unacceptable. on, unacceptable, unacceptable. I didn't like that whatsoever. Um, but they did go to a real bar with people around, like a real date, which I really liked. Great change of pace, AB. We I love need when they go real, real dates. Yep, I do too. It it needs to be like, honestly, every one on one date should be daytime. You do something real with people around, and then nighttime you have the romantic dinner. Yeah, I don't want that. Don't, don't rent stuff out in the daytime. My opinion. Speaking of nighttime, what'd you make of Jeff's handling of this one on one date, AB? You in or out about if if you were watching this as if it were in real time, are you in or out on Jeff after this date? I'm very in. Okay. Why? Seems like a, why are you out? You seem you're a question yeah, about like just, you're out. I'm just I'm just hosting a podcast here. You don't know my opinions yet. You <laughs> tell me yours and I'll share mine. That's how this is gonna go. Why are you out? Why are you in? I think Jeff? he seems like a very respectful guy. He hasn't mm -hmm. kissed her yet, even though he's obviously a front runner and she's begging for it. He he's got something about like how he talks he's super like soft spoken i love everything about the guy maybe i'm gonna have to disagree with you what do you got against jeff well i'm suspicious of anyone who ever says the words i will never lie to you that's something liars say <laughs> I will, making the promise that i will never lie to you just seems a little suspicious He's talking a lot. He's telling Emily how great of a dad he would be for Ricky, but I, I, 
the specificity with which he speaks about being a the the parent to someone who, whom he's never met like what if ricky sucks like that's what these guys aren't considering is what if ricky's a little shithead you don't know that you've never met her yet so don't go talking about how you're gonna have dance parties singing into combs what are you talking about you don't know who this person is yet <laughs> it seemed it just felt a little hollow to me that's all i'm saying watch out for jet folks <laughs> <laughs> he gets the rose like you mentioned he got the kiss editorial note folks some moderate tongue involved here. A little borderline not safe for work amount of tongue from both <laughs> sides, which is new, which is new for Emily, I think. She was, she really wanted to kiss Jeff. She has been. So it's been building up. Okay, cocktail party. Moving right along. There's no rhyme or reason when I play that drop. You keeps people on their toes, I suppose. That, that one kind of fits because these boys were put on the hot seat room. It was tense. It was tense in the room. Mm-hmm. Because they know Emily is about to grill them <laughs> on what Kalen said. And we didn't mention this earlier, but Emily's pissed that the guys didn't come to her earlier Yeah, about his attitude. Basically, everyone's in trouble. Like, every, it felt like the teacher's back and she heard what she heard how the class acted yesterday when there was a sub in town <laughs> like she's pissed why didn't you guys tell me this why did you tell me she that she was also mad that no one like stood up for her in the moment too when she was yelling that came in kayla nobody i think oh, she okay. expected someone to you know what kick take her side no not kick his ass necessarily but they all just sat there quiet Okay, I didn't pick up on that, but that makes sense in retrospect because the, some of the guys made the comment. Ari, in particular, said like, "Well, you seem like you're kind of handling it. Exactly, like you didn't need anybody." Which yep. is the way, which is the thing to say if she's mad at you for not standing up. Yep. I, honestly, kind of weird that Emily would even be upset about this because I don't know. You got like nine guys in the room; they can't all be like coming to your aid you only need one really and there's not one she wanted a you know a pitchforks killing the witch situation (laughs) where they just ran kaylin out of town (laughs) have you ever seen the crucible no check it out it's about the old salem witch trials check it out good film good flick (laughs) all right anyway uh ari i thought gave a reasonable explanation especially given the context you just provided for why he didn't say anything he didn't want to spend the little time they have together talking about someone else i think that's a pretty decent way to get out of that i don't know rim oh i didn't okay. like it ari ari got caught with his pants down he's one of the first people that heard some stuff from kaylin like, like a couple days ago he should he should have told her that's true all right yeah i'm on your side down what do you think of ryan's uh one-on-one time this guy seems to be he's like in his own little world how doing does he like- get out of everything Somehow she's having all these tough conversations with everyone else. And then somehow Ryan doesn't. He was there and he didn't get any. He just got out of it and did like a Romeo and Juliet scene and got a major kiss. Yeah. He's like a front runner out of nowhere. I don't understand how he he, that that downtown southern or down south southern charm. Well, and he's pulling like he's pulling like high school stunts. Like these are stunts that he's pulling (laughs) with the the Shakespeare down below. And then like the. Let's go behind the curtain, babe, and give her a, a, a necklace little, from, like, the silver spider. Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our Iowa the City local, fans. Local stone store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she goes, turquoise is my favorite color. He goes, I know. And there's no fucking way he knew that. 
Hey, Ryan's no just lucking out, I swear. <laughs> really I just is. I thought he was gonna catch the same tough conversation, then somehow he gets nothing and gets a kiss out of it. He's lucking out because remember like two episodes ago he, he had to deal with telling her that he needs to be like be in the, she needs to like be in the kitchen or something, and it it basically like was like Rainex, just the the wind <laughs> slid right off him. <laughs> Teflon Ryan. But, you know, it went really well, but this is Emily's reaction to the camera. She says, I hate myself for saying this, but I kind of find myself liking him more Starting and more. like old Ryan. That's, hey, hey I, I say that to myself as I'm watching it. Like, I hate Ryan, but I'm starting to like the guy. <laughs> He's playing the game. Well, I don't know, Emily. Maybe in the wake of Kalen Gate, you'll, be, you'll start to, like, follow your gut a little more and not be like, boy, I hate myself for liking Ryan, but here I am. Like, maybe be a little more discerning. <laughs> Rose Ceremony. Jeff and Sean, two clear frontrunners, both have roses from their one-on-one dates. The roses go to Doug, Ryan, Chris... Not much Chris this episode. Nope. John. Travis. Not stunning. And stunning the Travis Scott one? Yeah. Well, no, he's not, he's really outgoing. He had fun with it. I mean, Travis is the friend you keep around. Travis True. is this year's Alexis. Okay. And last but not least, Ari. Which means AB was dead wrong about Alejandro last episode. He went home. What? That man is gone. What's going on? He didn't <laughs> get a hometown. Listen, I remember Alejandro going deep. What is happening? Was he on another season? I, I don't, don't understand. Know. I don't know if there's another guy that reminds me of him or something. Uh, I was dead wrong, folks. <laughs> Side note. You were dead wrong about that. I was dead wrong in making fun of his hometown, Medellin. Colombia. I made a Narcos joke in the first episode. Yeah, I remember. I googled Ari, or excuse me, I googled Alejandro. He actually survived a terrorist kidnapping when he was a child in Medellin. Not funny, Rim, to make a Narcos joke given those circumstances <laughs> of his life. Listen, Alejandro- Andy killed, beat cancer. You're telling, Andy beat cancer. This AB. Alejandro you're talking about? <laughs> yes. Why didn't he bring any of this up? He'd be still there right now. They'd be married. Of course. Of course. And he's like a he successful entrepreneur. The bullets in his gun didn't, didn't leave the chamber for him. Is that the right yeah. terms for guns? Yes. I don't no, know. Yeah, you did I don't know. A couple of gun guys. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right terms. Yeah. He, he beat cancer. In the he survived a kidnapping. Sounds like, he, sounds like he had three or four major bullets he could have let go. Yeah, exactly. Wow. She likes Jeff, but what has Jeff got? What is Jeff? What do you know about Jeff? That's a story that makes you the next Bachelor. Like, what yeah. are you doing, Alejandro? Well, he put on some LBs, but yeah, Alejandro should have been the next Bachelor. We didn't get to see the guy. He deserved a lot more screen time. Sad. I think that's his fault. Truthfully. Anything else on this Rose ceremony? He might be too nice of a guy. He was only 24 at the time. He was young, never really had a shot. The, the dads in the group were probably pushing him around. Doug. <laughs> Anything else on this episode, AB? We're down to uh, nine guys. No, eight. Yep, eight guys. Who are the contenders in your eyes? In Jeff, order? Ari, and Sean. And Ryan. Okay. Well, that's d- okay. <laughs> that's a dumb question for me to even ask. We know how they end up. Why would I go, ooh, who's, who do you here's, think is going to win? We know who's going to win. Here's the interesting thing. I don't remember who gets second, but I do remember one thing. This season, the ending of it is so anticlimactic on how she ends up picking who she picks. 
Like, I think she might send both people home. There's something that happens. I remember being very disappointed in it where there's I don't think I think the person that wins, uh, Jeff, he ends up like there by himself on the last dates. It's weird. Oh, so you're saying like Jeff ends up. It's not your normal. It's not your normal. Two people come and give the proposal and she turns one down. It's not that. Well, spoiler alert. I can't remember exactly what happens. (laughs) I can't remember exactly what happens. And I don't remember who the second, who got runner up either. I don't even remember. Um, All right. Well, that's a bummer. I I wish you wouldn't have told me that, but you know, things happen (laughs) on live recordings. Um, Anyway, that's all we got. Pretty good episode. I thought I, I very much enjoyed the Kalen meltdown. I wish she could have stayed longer. I think in today's day and age, when a villain does something like that, the producers would have kept him around longer because seeing like imagine seeing what Kalen did episode this episode and then him getting a rose like the next week you gotta tune in to see how yeah. that goes down. But anyway, uh, that's all we got for you. Thanks for listening as always to the Rosecast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. When I don't write down this closing bit, it's it's in the end. It's meandering. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe on Google Play also. A little something called pumping up the numbers. And if you have some time, maybe leave a review on on one of those two things and share with your friends. Who knows? Spread the word, folks. It's just one of those things. It's the it's the season of giving. Tis the season, right? Maybe what's uh what's your favorite uh Christmas song? Uh it's Merry Christmas by InSync. Alright. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com